In a world where beer prices are rising, selection is exploding, is there any room for good swill? We aim to find out. This is Good Swill Hunting. And this is Good Swill Hunting. I'm your host, John Lohr, joined by our beer insider, Brian. Salute. Our beer outsider, Matt. Hello, friends. And our beer balancer, Blaine. Hello. We aim to find the best of the cheap stuff, and we're going to shoot it to you straight. We're going to give you guys an honest feedback on our beer. And this is kind of a two-parter because the last episode that we uh, we had last week, that was the Simpler Times Pilsner. And this week we were doing Simpler Times Lager. So we're going to review this one. Last week didn't go so well. Uh, here's here's, the, second, here's the second chances. Here's the second chances. Good point. Listen to your feedback. Uh, and Matt, you'll you'll oh, want to hear oh, this. No, right. We're opening this beast. This Wait, is, we're opening this already? No, don't open it yet. Oh, too late. Okay, left me craving a bush ice. Somebody listening said that, which is, I think, great. And that, and that speaks volumes for your go-to beer. You know, it's it's just a it's a working man's beer. <laughs> it's a, it is a working man's beer. Do they still make that? They, come on. So we want your feedback. Facebook, Good Swill Podcast. Like us there, follow us or whatever. Uh, Good Swill Podcast at Gmail. And then the most important is just, you know, subscribe to us on whatever, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Subscribe to us, review us. We just want to hear from you. We, this is kind of a, this is a communal thing. We want to hear your feedback. We want to know, hey, should we try something that we've never had on the show? We don't know until you uh, reach out to us. All right, but our, our newest format here is we like to advertise for the good cheap swill because I think a good advertising campaign might just, you know, change your change your opinion about a beer. And we are on the Simpler Times Lager, so let's listen to what we've come up with. There's a place not far off the highway. A simpler place. A little happy spot in your mind. It might be a special memory of your little girl or going fishing with your son. The fine folks in Rhinelander, Wisconsin bottled up that simple feeling in a simple can of simpler times. Come home to the impossible flavor of your own creation. Come home to simpler times. I want to come home so bad. Just, That's amazing. Just drink it on the ad alone. I just honestly give it a shot because of <laughs> that so ad. Much more meaning though after we already tried one of their beers. <laughs> it makes you still want to like it. If my home tasted like that, I wouldn't ever go home. <laughs> All right. So if let's... my home had a taste, that would probably be it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're talking uh, Simpler Times Lager. Uh, it's $3.99 for a six pack at Trader Joe's is where we picked up $3.99. So it comes in. That at, is cheap. It is cheap. It's 2.67 rating on Untapped, which is actually slightly higher than the Simpler Times Pilsner that we tried last week. So, give you that. Uh, they're saying it's light, sweet, smooth, clean, 6.2% alcohol, which is higher. I believe last week was 5.5%. Um, someone said it has a heavy chemical aftertaste. Oh, no. So, Ooh. we're going to have to... My uh, chemical aftertaste. <laughs> Wasn't <laughs> so that name of a, of a 90s grunge band? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Blaine, describe the label. Read it to us. All right. Uh, again, simpler. It's simple it's very, label. <laughs> very simple. Simpler times, lager beer. Now, I want to make the uh, contrast in the 
ABV, which uh, the Pilsner was 5.5%. This is 6.2%, 12-ounce can. A little bit higher. Okay, so let's crack them open. And, um, you know, I know, Matt, you've already cracked it. I haven't sipped it. You haven't sipped it. Go ahead and take a sip, and we'll do our first sip impressions and and, and tell people what we think. One sip, you know the rules. That's Hey, give it a sip. And let us know what you think. So, Matt, uh, our beer outsider, you're drinking Simpler Times Lager, and give me your first sip impression. It's uh, overpoweringly sweet. It's awful. Mm. It's it's Ooh. on par with their Pilsner. It is. Um, yeah, it's going to make Leonard Skinner change their song to from simple kind of man to complex kind of man because <laughs> it's, it's horrid. It's not very good. Okay, Brian, our beer insider, first sip impression. I can't even put words on this. It's so bad. Oh. So what I think is, is it worse than the Pilsner? What well, tastes like the Pilsner, but watered down. Because I, I, I get the same flavors, but not as strong. So it tastes exactly like it. But they're like, well, let's just lower that AVB and throw in some water. <laughs> and some sugar. Yes. Because <laughs> it is sweet. I can taste that. Blaine, our balancer, what, what do you think? First, first sip. I feel like they should have swapped the Pilsner and the lager. <laughs> like, but... Um, I feel like it tastes a little better than the Pilsner. Do you? Because um, there's less flavor. It's still, there's less flavor. Yeah, it's <laughs> less flavor. So <laughs> I feel like this one is not lingering as long. Ugh. Yeah, but I hope it doesn't still, linger. It's still, it's still a little rough. Yeah, it's rough. I uh, completely agree. It, it, the sweetness, I feel like they put maple syrup in here or something. It tastes it, sweet. It has a very sweet taste that Matt uh, had talked about. Um, this is the kind of beer that you save for that guy that's had too much who wants another beer. Here. Here. I don't know. 6.2. Pass out. Yeah. <laughs> they, the, uh, the hope is they don't drink it. Uh, and Brian, I know you've been investigating the, the brewery and I'm curious, we talked about it last week. Is there anything else you wanted to kind of talk about here? Yeah, they actually have a really interesting story. I'm actually a big fan of their story, which is I kind of geeked out a a lot while while researching them. Maybe try some of their other beers. We already tried three, and and we didn't like any of them. No. What was their third one? But the sister's pretty hot that owns it of the siblings, so that's something, right? I uh, guess. <laughs> that only goes so far. Well, so the company is worth $550 million. So this is, is really? This is Minhouse Brewing. Um, the family itself is from Canada. Um, their okay. parents owned a liquor store in Canada. Cool story there. Interesting. Father was an engineer in the oil fields in Alberta, Canada. I'm not your buddy, pal. <laughs> <laughs> and he was laid off. And at the same time he was laid off, Alberta was deregulating their liquor stores. So he opened a liquor store. Huh. The kids themselves worked at the liquor store in high school and in college. That's a cool story. And at one point, cool. they didn't want to work for their dad anymore in college. So this is while they're in college, the, their brother and sister, really neat. They decided to create a knockoff of Bailey's Irish cream. Really? Because they noticed that all the liquors had hmm. a cheap knockoff, but not Bailey's. Um, oh. And if they did, it wasn't bought because it didn't compare to Bailey's. So they, they, uh, the sister, um, and I, I'm going to mispronounce her name. That's why I'm saying the sister. I'm sorry, but I think it's Manjit. It's M A N J I T. Manjit. Manjit. Okay. So Manjit sold her car for $10,000. They hired a consultant. To come up with really? a, a recipe. Car? That's pretty impressive. Right? To, this is while they're in college. 
Um, and this is in 1999, I remember. And so they created a recipe for what turned out to be Blarney's Irish cream. Blarney. Blarney's. Blarney's. Like the Blarney's stuff. I'm, I'm mispronouncing everything. Buddy. The only Blarney's. reason I know that. Yeah. I used to stay in a hotel in South Florida to go to Miami Dolphin games, and it was called Blarney's Castle. There you go. Do they, they, they serve Blarney's ice cream there? Did you ever see no. that? No. Well, it was $15 cheaper $15 than, than Bailey's. And so they, they, that holds up because simpler times, look, we're drinking a three ninety nine six pack folks, at 6.2%. Really it is super cheap. So they've got that going for them. But I'm just curious. So then from there, really? they got it into... It like this. Yeah. We, we need to bring an expert on. I, yeah. I'm not an industry insider enough for that. We need to bring a brewer on to talk about that. We will. But from uh, Blarney's, this is while they're in college. Blarney. They, <laughs> Blarney. Well, it's Blarney to me. There is no I in Blarney. Yeah. Okay. So Blarney's, they ended up getting into <laughs> vodka, rum, tequila, really? and whiskey. And then in 2003, after graduating from the University of Calgary, um, the two of them got into beer. And they opened a brewery. Um, wow. And at the same point, uh, same time, uh, Alberta was continuing to deregulate alcohol. And they were selling their first beer for a dollar a bottle. Okay. So this is in 2003. Well, this they, is actually cheaper than a dollar. But here's, here's the, the really cool story. 2003, <clears throat> graduated from college. They bought Joseph Huber Brewing, which I remember from the last, last episode, was you know, formerly Monroe Brewing, which is one of the fourth oldest or second oldest, oh, depending yeah. on how you look at it, breweries in the country. They bought the brewery, wow. and that was in 2006, and today they are worth $550 million That's as amazing. a company. Oh, my gosh. And uh, the sister, uh, Manjeet, Manjeet, Manjeet yeah. is uh, one of the dragons on Dragon's Den, the Canadian version of Shark Tank. Really? Oh. That's right. Okay, I pulled that up online when I was looking her up. And yeah, she's definitely uh, she worth looking up, isn't Shark she? <laughs> she's worth looking at. All right, so now we got the background on this. Um, before we rate it, I'm curious, what are we supposed to be tasting here? Uh, uh, Matt, what would uh, you find? Funny you should ask. It says... <laughs> Hints of grainy malt, hint of hops occasionally. Occasionally. Now, here's where I I don't think it makes the nut, and that is it's a light white bread maltiness with plenty of fizz. Hmm. Okay. The barest tickle of bitterness, at least in mainstream U.S. versions, premium or European versions may have a modest bitterness. With corn as an adjunct, there's a hint of palate coating roundness, almost a little sweetness. There's a more than low sweetness, yeah. Interesting. Anything else? Uh, that it. it says rice has a crisper finish, but if used in too large a quantity, it can add a slightly harsh astringency. Astringency, uh, vocabulary word for the day. Okay, well, so that's what it's supposed to taste like. Uh, Brian, let me see what you, what would you rate it? Would you have another one? I'm not going to finish this one, and I'm only about a quarter of the way done with it. Oh, and wow. and it, it's just disgusting. Um, I, what's the lowest I could give again? I think it, point 0.5. Yeah, going with a point 0.5 point again. Point 0.5. I, I wouldn't give this to my, my worst enemy. Really? No. You're at that rate. Okay. Uh, well. And how much is how much is a six-pack of uh, bush, light, bush ice? I've never bought a six-pack of it, but <laughs> I can tell you a 12-pack is five ninety nine. Oh, six. Are you serious? Yeah, just buy that, that people. That's buy that. Buy Don't buy this. Okay, uh, Matt, what do you think? Where are you going to rate this? Would you have another one? I I, I will not have another one. Um, and I regret my my uh, 
mantra of never leave a beer behind. You've left a couple uh, on Good School Hunting. <laughs> well, they're... <laughs> I, I finish them even if I don't like them, but yeah, it gets a one. I will not have another. I will finish this one and chase it with a Miller Lite. Does it does it stack up to Bush Ice at all? Not even close. Not even close. I mean, the okay. aftertaste, the sweetness, pork. though, the sweetness. It does have the sweetness. Bush Ice has a sweetness, but it's not overpowering like this. Okay, all right. I, I want to know after you've had all these if you're gonna have a headache later. This I does mean, just seem curious. like a headache. Yeah. Beer. Well, you know that I'm going to continue to drink beer throughout the day. Well, yeah, but you're, you're, that, your body's immune to bush ice at this point. You're not going to get that. <laughs> I have the bush ice antibodies. Yeah, you have the, you got, you've had the vaccine. <laughs> this is all right. Blaine, balance us out here. Uh, it, you know, we got to we got to weigh the price and we got to weigh the way it tastes. Where are you going to go? Five point five cents an ounce on this one. <clears throat> Three ninety nine is so cheap. It's it is so cheap. cheap, and it's one of those where you. <laughs> It might be, I mean, you pay for what you get yeah. on this one. And and I just looked up astringency, which you, oh, good you job. said. I was uh, wondering about yeah, that. Big slight word. acidity Big or bitterness of taste or Ooh. smell. And I think that's that kind of funkiness I'm getting with, with every sip. I just don't really want to think about every sip. And every sip, I'm getting a weird taste. I agree. Uh, and yeah, I'm... I'm just not big on it. All right. So, so what are you rating it? Did you have another? No, I'm going to give it a one. A one. And you would not drink another. Look, I'm about maybe a quarter of the way through as well. And I don't think I'm going to finish this either. I'll stick with the one just because, hey, it's cheap. The, the gravity is pretty high for that price. But, boy, I don't know. This might be one to, to steer clear of. However, I mean, it's simpler times. And I think the commercial sold it. You know what I would do with this beer? I mean, seriously. I, would choose, I might choose the Pilsner over the lager. You know what I'd do with this beer? Oh. I would actually find a guy who is homeless um, because of alcoholism and give him this beer and he would become sober. He would he would sober this, this up. Would, it's that. <laughs> it is that. You're going with that one. <laughs> All right, we've well, got Brian's treatment method. <laughs> we figured it out, folks. I'm okay, done with beer. Well, this is good swill hunting. We did not find a good swill today, but maybe we will next week because we you know what next them, week though. is. We have found them before. We have found them. You know what next week is? What's next week? Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo will be next week and we will be trying knockoff Cinco de Mayo beers. I'm excited. And I am too. Are we going to have to do another... So we're talking Dosakis. We may have to do several in one episode, just to kind of like. Yeah. I, I think the knockoff of Dosakis would be like Tresakis. Tresakis. Do we want to bring in tequila? No Ekes. Oh, I don't know. Knockoff tequila. tequila. But hey, we would love to hear what you think. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. We really appreciate all the subscribers out there. Email us again, goodswillpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Most importantly, just leave us a rating on whatever site you use for downloading podcasts. This has been Good Swill Hunting. Make sure you join us next week for Cinco de Mayo. There was once a beer, a simple beer, that Brian and Matt tried it, gave their opinions, and flavored them with lies. Brian said he wouldn't come home if it tasted like that. Matt, well, says he doesn't come home because it does taste like that. But not every man is as simple as a can of simpler times. You can still come home and ignore the flavor like you ignored that old neighbor you ran into at the store. Come home to simpler times.